Welcome to Win Myers. Matt Briggs. I'm Meredith Howell. I'm Kayla White. And I'm Jason Hill. Hey. Hello. Hey. Welcome. What's Thanks. up, dude? What's up? We got a guest on the show. Is this number 55? Number 55. Ooh. Episode 55. 55. Yeah, 55. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've all seen the internet. For sure. How's everyone's uh, life going today? It's been good. Been yeah. a, yeah, standard day, like waking up. You know, it's like you're just in the flow. You're like, this is my life right now. This is a <laughs> typical day in the <laughs> I mean, yeah, year. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Just a standard cookie cutter day. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, how about you? Uh, my day was really frustrating. I'm sorry. But it happens to me like once a quarter where I like disrespect authority <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> Um, so, you know, the season changed. I was overdue. Well, it is a new moon. So there's like a lot of turbulent energy, yeah. you know, like new, fresh energy coming out. That's what yeah. my life is right now. Yeah. Well, the highlight of my day was I got a free 20 minute massage. So wow. oh, that's nice. I'm really living it up. But then you also stood up to an oppressor. Not an oppressor, but sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I just was like, why is it Monday? Yeah. You know, it was More like, lot, yeah. I just really needed another day mm-hmm. and it wasn't today. I feel that. Yeah. But I bought some sage and an abalone, 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 abalone shell. Nice. And some incense and stuff. That's why I needed to move things back. Pressing mm. matters. <laughs> um, <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> hey, you guys needed it. I just sensed it. No. Yeah. All, so all three of us were late today, and I was I was like, "This is great," because yeah. Meredith and I say all the time we love when people are late. Yeah, it's like true. when a guest is like fifteen minutes late, it's like, "Ooh, sweet spot, love it." It's like because so. we're always running fifteen minutes late. Yeah. Can I tell you? I was actually here at seven thirty, and then I was like, "I don't. I'm not." prepared yet and i feel like they'll be happy if i'm a little late so i came in at 7 35 oh, i love that you know oh. i knew that because i drove past you walking really? <laughs> and i was like uh what's he doing <laughs> he's just kicking it that pee life yeah you know jays are like oh my god i've disrespected you i'm sorry i'm five minutes late yeah and i'm like no now i'm disrespected yeah all but- right jason Tell us who are you? What yeah. are you about? What are what are you about? Well, uh, I my name is Jason Hill. I'm uh, 27, and uh, I feel cool that I kind of always forget, and I like because <laughs> uh, it's like it, yeah, it's like oh, I. What is my? But it's still in the 20s, so it's cool. I don't know. It's fine. I feel you. Uh, I agree. What what else? Oh, and I uh, I'm a comedian. Yeah. And I have a podcast mm-hmm. and uh, I have a day job as a person who analyzes information. <laughs> Wonderful. Wow. Wonderful. Do you feel like that suits your personality, analyzing information? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And and the other things, I think, being, being 27 uh, also fits. <laughs> Right. right now, I, uh, and being a comedian. Yeah. Okay. Being 27 fits your personality. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Perfect fit. <laughs> what happens when you turn 28? I think 28, like, I've always been, like, I've, like, I'll probably do pretty good. 25 to 35 will probably be my 10 years, you know? Like, <laughs> that's what I've been caring for. <laughs> like the <Okay>. 10 <laughs> yeah okay. really cutting it short All right. i know maybe i should i mean who knows who i'll become maybe when i'm 35 i'll be ready for 36 true yeah i hope so jason <laughs> <laughs> but who knows you know the universe has a plan we're not always aware of that plan someone once told me that her best year so far was i think her 50s so we, we all can have hope that's good that's yeah Good for her for mm. saying that. I know, right? She's yeah. a very optimistic person, though. That's good. Is yeah. she in her 50s still? I think so. She okay. might be in her 60s. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. It's beautiful, you know? Age. Yeah. Oh, and so we should say it now. You have tested as an INTP. Yes. And tell us about it. Like, did, What about that test resonated with you or anything you've learned since then? Uh, there was... On the, the analysis of on the website that I looked at, it said uh, that INTPs often f- have like 
uh, I forgot how to put it. It's sort of, sort of like the idea they're like inadequate, inadequate for like whatever they're doing mm-hmm. or like a lot of just like self-doubt plagued by self-doubt, I mm-hmm. guess. That part I was definitely as something where I'm like, oh, I should work on that because mm-hmm. uh, that is something that I think is true for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, you know, I like I like to make connections to things. I think that's very satisfying, like as a comedian i do that like i like that's like the the callback is kind of like one of my i don't know i just enjoy it's like very satisfying Mm -hmm. i don't know if i use them that much but i when i do i feel very proud and like i always like it you know uh because i think it gives things closure and it's just it's nice Mm -hmm. so Uh, satisfying yeah Yeah. and the audience is always like a magic trick yeah, everybody's like <laughs> yeah. And just, you're like, no, just memory. <laughs> we're all together on that. Like, it's just a nice little like inside joke. Yeah, uh, and then, but the, and then there were parts of it where like I it it's kind of was on the verge, and uh, I remember it being like kind of fifty fifty on introvert extrovert, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that. I've I've tended in my life to kind of stick with like I'm an introvert but I think there's a lot of aspects I obviously do comedy and stuff like there's aspects of my personality where I am an extrovert and I kind of like have learned learned, because of the self-doubt thing I think I don't do that very much Mm. so I kind of like am trying to Mm -hmm. explore that oh my god (laughs) what great vocabulary because like your growth state is literally called exploration Whoa. Yeah. And your growth state is something you develop in your 20s. So like in your like adolescence, you were were you more introverted or do you feel like it's been constant? It it changed a lot because when I was like in grade school, I moved to my dad was in the army. So like we moved all over the place and I kind of like some places we'd go. I would like not I don't know what I wasn't like consciously being like, I'm going to try to be with this personality like I wasn't aware Mm-hmm. enough like but I would just like be or if there was like too many kids that I just like didn't really know or was intimidated by it would I'd be more introverted usually if I went to a school where there weren't other military kids and I was kind of like an outsider mm. uh unless they were like welcoming to me I was like well, I didn't really make any friends um and then when I was in middle school I was very obnoxious <laughs> really <laughs> yeah like how so yeah like what did that look like like i uh because my parents got divorced when i was in middle school and i also discovered like that i had this like medical condition and stuff so i kind of like was like in a you're like just developing at that age you're kind of like realizing the world's like bigger than you and you're it's kind of scary and stuff but then like so i kind of was figuring that out and but I, but uh, you don't like don't know. This is I'm starting to go into like a joke that happened. Anyways, <laughs> thank <laughs> you like, for stopping. I don't. <laughs> the weird thing is, uh, but like it, it is strange because you don't like know, like you're you're not smart enough to like actually be worldly, but you're trying. So like I think I just expressed it as like I'm not gonna like listen to anybody, you know, like that kind of thing, rebelling, and. Uh, so I would like try to feel like I was justified though in all of it, like like you would try to like be like, but here's my ra- here's the rationale for it. Yeah, like I thought the teacher was a like was some kind of like oppressive figure, and I was like being the little jokester who was like gonna you know whatever I don't know turn it around I yeah. guess. like you know stand up to the authority mm-hmm. uh, or whatever I don't know <laughs> <laughs> totally derail her lesson plans. Yeah, like ruin class. There yeah. was no real reason. Like, but I would because then, like, my mom would ask like, "What was going on?" And be like, "No, they just don't like me because I'm speaking truth." Or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> middle schoolers are just—I can't. They're really difficult. Yeah. Just a lot of. Also, though, like when because we're all the same age. When we were in middle school, it was like that era of jackass. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad for like adults who had to deal with middle schoolers when Jackass was popular because so everybody was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Just like just because it was like trying to one up with how just gross so and yeah. like terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
risky and dangerous. My thing was I would moon people. <laughs> like I would, that was like my my big joke. Like everybody was like that was the big climactic. Like joke. I would, we'd all hang out at the field at lunch, and I would just like at we would school? just wait. Yeah, <laughs> I just would moon everybody. I don't know. Like I just because I got a reaction once, and I like kept it going. You're like great, and it was yeah. Were you this tall and lanky in middle school? Yeah, and my feet like I was shorter. But my feet were exactly the same size. So I was like very <laughs> awkward. <laughs> very goofy. Like slouched even more and stuff. Like I was. Did you like date people in middle school? Yeah. Yeah. You were like cool. I, uh, I dated an eighth grader when I was in sixth grade. Whoa. Yeah. So. Was she like way more mature than you? Uh. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> no, I think she chose to date a sixth grader. She, yeah, That's like fair. it was. Uh, I think it was like we there was like a dance and she like needed a date and we danced like twice and then I think like we said like what's up to each other a couple times and handed each other notes. Oh, that's the extent of the dating. And yeah, I don't okay. remember if I ever went on dates. I have like girlfriends a lot though that we would like call and I remember I dated like one girl for a week named Hannah. And she like everybody's like you're kind of funny. She's weird and funny, and she's weird and funny. And you guys should date. And I was like, okay. And then like you guys are dating now. And we're like, you guys arranged it. What is this? And then we, I was like, okay, that's cool. And then she like, <laughs> that's the perfect way for an INTP to start dating. Like, hey, we're dating now. Yeah, yeah somebody all... else arranges it for them. <laughs> it, it took. And I was interested in her, and I was so relieved that that was how they did it. And then she, like, I think a couple, like, days, weeks or something later, we never talked, and she handed me a note and was like, broke up with me. And I was like, we, I don't think we ever talked oh about God. dating. You <laughs> telling me the story reminded me I had the exact same experience. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Two friends set me up with this guy who went to a different middle school, and then we would, like, talk over instant messenger. And then we saw each other in person, and I was like, he clearly doesn't like me. And so I went on I Am, on my friend's I Am, and I talked him into breaking up with me, even though it was me. <laughs> So. Why didn't you want to? Why didn't you want to do it? You know, I don't know. <laughs> Middle school is hard, okay. Yeah, it's a lot of, you know, because yeah, you're right. It is. You're totally like, it's like that stepping out into the world. Like this is who I am, and who am I? And people are looking at me, and mm-hmm. oh no, they think so many things. Were you self conscious in middle school? I probably yeah yeah I think so. I think I was and. But I, I was mostly, I remember feeling like a lot of, uh, like, like I was the only one with like problems. That was like the big thing I remember in middle school. So I, I felt like kind of, I felt more like an outsider. Like everybody was different, you know, from mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, that was kind of more my. But wait, what was the original question? <laughs> if you just felt like insecure, like if like people like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I, uh, yeah, like, sort of, that's always, I think, kind of been my self-consciousness thing, has been, like, I feel like I'm not experiencing the world the same way that other people are, and that it's weird. Oh, that's weird. interesting. You know what I mean? Expand on that. What do you mean? You don't know what I mean. I, I do know <laughs> what I mean. I want you to say that. Um, no, I... Uh, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, I always say, you know what I mean? Like oh. nobody ever is like, I do know what you mean. And like, it's like, why do I say that? I don't know. It's like a, fil- I don't know. It's how I state that I'm done with the thing. Uh, <laughs> I feel you. I, yeah, I just feel like there's like interactions that I'll have. And I'm like, like once, like I'll talk to like at work uh when i first started there was like somebody in the bathroom and we were talking just like casually washing our hands or something and then like at some point i like said the phrase like yeah i really love drinking water and staying hydrated <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like why am i talking about this in the bathroom like what's happening and like i think i i think i was probably talking about how the, like i peed a lot which is like weird work conversation <laughs> <laughs> this is a man in a tie. Like I, 
And like I just say, and I'm like, I'll be in the middle of a conversation, and I'm like, what are they, what are they experiencing right now? Because this is weird to me. That's so funny. Oh my god. Um. Well, you know, who knows what they're experiencing? Is there like any other examples of that of like where you feel like there's been like a big miscommunication or like people walk away from a thing and they feel really differently from you or? I don't know, because I don't think I've ever, no one's ever said that. Like, no one's ever been like, you're, I mean, maybe like, in like a, you're talking about like in a relationship kind of sense, like communicating and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. that's happened. Mm-hmm. But like, never, uh, nobody's ever been like, you were really weird in that conversation <laughs> or something. Like, so I don't know. I, I used to, when I was in college, I got really bad, like really anxious. Mm-hmm. and like the most socially anxious like, all of a sudden I don't know it's kind of weird like at the time I didn't realize it but I was like I never I wasn't I felt like I was always really anxious but like I said like when I was younger I wasn't um and when I was in yeah like I remember like I'd have conversations with people and I would like walk away and just like repeat them in my head over and over and over like kind of upset it would be like a very casual like running into somebody we'd walk away and i'd be like dude how did i sound just now what did i say like Mm. so it was like very like to a point of like maybe unhealthiness Mm -hmm. well it's always not been healthy but it was like to uh like in hindsight i'm like i probably should have like talked to somebody about that you know like it was very like uh debilitating in a way yeah it would ruin i couldn't socialize with people for for my pretty much which is important in college (laughs) you know it's like a good a big part of it and i just like i don't know just like people i was very i had like a girlfriend and a few close friends and that was kind of like my thing that's weird Mm -hmm. and was that throughout all of college or just like freshman year or uh i i didn't do i did like kind of i did community college and was kind of like jumping around a lot for uh the first several years and then it's all kind of like a weird, I don't remember it very clearly anymore. Um, but when I, and then I did like the last two years of, of college. So when the first couple of years out of high school, uh, I don't think I was that bad. I think I like made friends in classes and like casual, not like long lasting friends, but you know, you just talk to people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I moved to California for a year actually and oh. uh, kind of had like, did a lot of socializing there, not like mostly at work and school. I didn't like, but I didn't go out. I think that was kind of like what happened is like, I never like really went out for a long time. And then when I got to like regular like university, I was like, I felt a lot very different from a lot of the people who were there who I think had been there all four years and they were just sort of like, this is a party. And I was like, uh, I should have, I could have like had a party too, but I just didn't know how like (laughs) at that point. Right. Totally. Yeah, I don't know that we partied um, in college. I feel like we really stuck to our group in school. We did senior year. Yeah, that's Because you true. guys were all 21. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Did you guys, like, explore, like, did you do, like, internships and stuff? I did. I had two internships, but those were also my senior year. Well, I'm a late bloomer. Yeah. I was, like, really uncomfortable in high school, and then in college I enjoyed it a lot, but I, had, I got a serious boyfriend really quick. So I don't think I started becoming the person that I am now until it started in my senior year of college, but it wasn't really until after college. Yeah. Hey, I've heard that. It's a familiar story. Yeah. <laughs> From, uh, oh, yeah. I think I heard it on the Broken Hearts podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Imagine that. Um, yeah, I'd say same for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I've always been really social. I think it's I think I'm on an opposite path where I'm like, oh, I'm coming into my introversion but I think I have a healthier relationship with my extroversion now because I think even extroverts do extroversion bad at first because it's like it's a balance you know because essentially it's like if you're seeking all your validation externally that's not helpful at all you know I think that's a thing with extroverts sometimes I've always been jealous of introverts of just being like cool chilling by themselves is it is it like compulsive like do you need to talk to people not anymore but previously like yeah if I was sitting with somebody I would feel like if we weren't saying something it was like awkward or weird or like you know they were mad at me or something 
Yeah. Instead of now just being like, yeah, I don't want to talk to my, yeah, I get it. Yeah. So when you're, when you're, when you're like drained, like you had a really long day, but not so bad that somebody died, but like you just had a really bad long day. What do you do to feel better? Um, hmm. It depends on, it depends on how I'm feeling. If I have like, if I don't have any energy, if it's just sort of like, I can feel very like numb and that, that is definitely, uh, intro- like I go, I stay inside, uh, and I try to, I, you know, I used to like meditate and stuff a lot. Um, I don't, I haven't really lately, uh, but that's always been good. Or I guess now I, I do, but it's, you know, like you don't call it that. Like I, I'll like take a long hot shower and like listen to music and kind of just sit there and like, just like relax, uh, have like me and my fiance, like have dinner, you know, like just kind of like, we'll have like a TV in bed eat kind of that kind of day um but if i'm feeling a little more like just sometimes i get like i guess like frustrated or like uh then i generally do i like to go out do stand up is always like very therapeutic when you feel frustrated when i feel like yeah when i or just like un unfulfilled there's like two, I think of like two kinds of bad days. There's like a bad day where I'm just like, I am just like un, un like stimulated, stimulated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's like un, unfulfilled where I feel just like I'm not doing anything I want to be doing. Like if I, it's like a, you know, like a work day that's just like kind of depressing because enough like stressful thing. You're like, what am I doing in this job? Blah, 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 that kind of <laughs> thing. Like, it's just like, okay, then I'll, then it's good to kind of get out and like, have the comedy thing to kind of just be like, Hey, I'm a, I can do whatever I want. Like, you know, (laughs) that you do. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you get to be a completely different person. Yeah. I mean, I get to be my, I feel like my, like your true self. I'm taking off the, like my office mask, you know, I'm I'm like Clark Kent taking off his glasses. I'm not a reporter. That weekend warrior lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you get bored easily? Uh, Either day to day or of like entire topics or ways of doing or like things. Talking to people about their days and being utterly bored. Uh no, not really. I like if I start to feel myself getting bored with something, then I try to just find new challenges. But I do I guess I do get bored. I've gotten bored with comedy. And I've gotten like, like to where I'm just like doing the same like shows and the same jokes and I'm like not writing or doing, I'm not like expanding or I am writing and it's just like more of the same. Like I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I'm not developing in any way. Mm-hmm. Then I get kind of bored and I like stopped doing comedy for a little bit for like, just like not very, not, well I did it, but it like wasn't, there was no like passion behind it. Mm-hmm. I was kind of mm-hmm. like, like once a month or something. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll get, but I, as long as I just need to keep like trying to be better, but even at work, like my job's on, it's very on paper, very boring, like, but I enjoy it because I like trying to like, I like the challenge and making it more challenging and trying to be like more, uh, efficient at it. And you know, that kind of thing is mm-hmm. exciting, exciting to me. MPs always wanting to pr- improve things. Love, I love improving efficiency. It's so. it's so when you like can really see it happen, and you're like, remember how bad that was? <laughs> My last job, we uh, we had like an intake packet, uh, and it was like had all these questions, and there would be like really like weird. It was it. Uh, my okay, my last job was I worked at, with people with developmental disabilities, mm-hmm. like adults, and uh, at a at a day program. So it was like sort of like life skills and uh, job skill training, but and that's where they went like kind of as like their their job like eight five eight to five every day, eight to four, and <clears throat> the the place that I used to have also used to run a group home. So like all these questions were on this packet 
that were like, what kind of bed do you use? Do you like, they just like leftover questions from programs we don't even have. And then like, it would like leave out programs that we did have now. And it would like ask, like, so I remember like my like first big accomplishment was I was like, I'm going to take the intake packet. I'm going to revamp it, put it into two pages and like, it'll help people. I don't know. But it was at the time it felt very like, I was just like all like hyped up and I was like, I'm going (laughs) to improve this. And then I was like, Oh, I can do this like shelving thing in my, you know, like, it's just like, uh, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. Just like, but seeing the old intake packet and then seeing the new one and being like, yeah, it feels (laughs) like all so much neater. (laughs) I love that. I feel that. Plus, that's like a one-time project. You know, yeah. you do it and then it's done. And you like did it. Yeah. yeah you don't sure. have to like keep doing it. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. It's monotonous. Yeah. That is the. Yeah, that does get. Is there, is there a personality type that likes that doesn't get bored with stuff? A lot of personality types don't get bored. Yeah, most like most people mm-hmm. really enjoy doing the same things every day. I get profoundly bored. Really? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kayla's so, favorite thing to tell me is she's bored. <laughs> That's not true, <laughs> but I must say it a lot. I wouldn't be surprised. But I, yeah, I too resonate with having, um, un, what did I say? Unchallenging days or uh, unfulfilled, unstimulating. Unstimulating. Totally, because that can be just as bad of a day as if things go wrong, as if I'm like bored. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, there's no, there's no like reward. There's no, I mean like at a biological level, I didn't get to like, I'm like built to to do that. I think, you know, like I'm like, I need to like catch food or something. (laughs) 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 That was at, and then that's the other, at the, the last job, uh, when you work directly with adults, like with disabilities, not to like paint with to what's the phrase too broad of a brush broad of a, yeah like not to not to generalize but like they uh a, a lot of them are very like reactive and uh prone to like they enjoy giving high fives uh and i would sometimes just walk into a room and people would applaud for some reason um so like it was just like the most it was everything i was getting from comedy but like at work it was kind of nice so i was like <laughs> Like I, I, I like this. Yeah, that like is you the just most w- random detail. <laughs> I love <that>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for me too, I'm like, oh, that's his. He like that's that extroverted feeling in his blind spot where it's like he's like, oh, this feels, this feels good. People yeah. cheering me on, but not that you're like going out into the world and seeking that. Like, I mean, I guess in comedy, but I think, well, I guess why, like, why do you? What drew, like, what drew you to comedy? And, yeah, what do you like about yeah, it? Yeah, what do you like about it? To, to comedy, um, hmm. it, it, it was always something, when I was uh, in middle school, I think, uh, and I was like going through my period or whatever, being a rebel, I like, part of that I think too was I started watching stand-up a lot on like Comedy Central, and uh, I was sick too at the time, like when I was like seventh grade I missed a lot of school. And I like would just stay home and like watch Comedy Central all day, like SNL and then stand up. And it kind of started to like shape my, because that's how I kind of started to make sense of things, I guess. Like mm. seeing things as like a joke and like I started to cope with things uh, when I was uh, just going, like when I'd be sick and, you know, like I was like, oh, you can make jokes about stuff. Uh, kind of like, parted from that after a while like it wasn't I like wanted to be a comedian and then like you know I got older and I was like no that's silly whatever um and then when I was in college and I was going through all the anxiety and depression and stuff I kind of started to listen to it again like I listened to podcasts and like I I think I kind of started to get uh this was not what I consciously thought I was like it was like this seems nice but now in kind of hindsight I'm like I I think I have I view comedy as this. I'm I'd like to become famous, uh, and make a lot of money just being a comedian. That'd be cool, but uh, it's more like a lifestyle. There's like, or I guess like a it, it's like a like I like to look at everything as like what would my stand up 
I like myself as a stand-up comedian think of this because that is sort of like nothing is seems very intimidating. It's very like Zen kind of approach to things, like seeing the humor in something. Uh, it's very freeing, I guess. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, I guess that's why I just like the like there's like a culture to it and like a thought process behind like making things funny that I just naturally like as it resonated with me like kind of like a uh like <laughs> it sounds weird like kind of like a spiritual level almost like where you're I guess like I to feel that kind of like connection with people when you're doing it and then also uh just that like sense of relief that it gives you I think it's mm. like I read somewhere that one of like the first reason like humans laughed was as kind of like a signal that something wasn't dangerous. Mm, I love that. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, yeah, you hear a noise and then everyone's like, oh, and then like, it's like a, the cat like yeah. f- jumped on something like, ah, and he's like, <laughs> ah, okay, we're okay. <laughs> that would make sense why it's so funny to see people get hurt, but where they're not like dead. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, that is a good connection. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, like I remember my friend like fell and like really hurt herself and they couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> and they're like crying and you're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. How interesting. That is interesting. Cause that's so different from how like I, like what I get from comedy and like what I view from it. So it's like interesting to think about different personalities approaches yeah well so to run through the intp stack really quick and i'll tie this together in a, a couple of minutes i swear god i swear to god <sighs> you you're thinking what i'm thinking. <laughs> like, lately her and i have been really connected like i hear like i just say things and she's always like that's literally what i was thinking like, but it's like a like, one-way street like i only hear what she's thinking literally she just <laughs> reads my thoughts and then says that and i'm like how but yeah go for it. so everyone has four functions some people say eight but let's just go with four And there's like your number one, which is what you're in like 80% of the time. It's your flow state. You feel like yourself. Then you have your number two, which helps you with that. It's your growth state. like kind of what you're always like developing. Yeah. Then you have your number three, which is what you go to generally when you're in play mode or defense mode. And then you have your fourth one, which is like your weak spot, your blind spot. But also if you're being like, if you're really aspiring and achieving, you're going through all four. So your number one would be introverted thinking. So it's like, what do I think? What's accurate? Yeah. So like seeking accuracy, efficiency, all those kind of things. Um, But it's all up in your head. Yeah. That's a solo activity. And it's an information gathering activity. So it's like always collecting, collecting. That number two is extroverted intuition, which is exploration. Um, So that's like trying new things, seeing like finding ways, finding what works by trying something else. Yeah. You know, and also like if this is true, what else is true? Yeah. So it's very abstract. Like making those connections like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Then your third function is introverted sensing, which is memory. So that's like learning from how things happened in the past in order to apply that to the future. And that would be your callbacks in your comedy. Like, because that's your play state. That's bringing it back to, like, yeah. that's your memory. The reason I brought it up is also because it's now that I know that you were into comedy in middle school, for mm-hmm. that to feel like a safe place for you, but also a fun place, that's your introverted sensing as well. So to go back to something you did when you were young, you know, Mm -hmm. and then your fourth function is extroverted feeling, which is harmony. So that's like, what is the energy in the room? How are people doing? Does anybody need help? Like, how can I improve the situation? Things like that. Well, it's also like, because like introverted thinking is like, what do I think? And the other axis is extroverted feeling, which is how can I communicate that? Mm -hmm. So like to think about comedy of like, what do I think? okay, well, if this is true, what else is true? Okay, how can I tie these things together or like tie it back in a joke? And then that extroverted feeling of being like making people laugh and like getting that response and including those feelings. It's like, that's your full stack and like that's your point of aspiration, which is really interesting. Oh. Yeah. That feels very satisfying to hear you explain it that way. Right. <laughs> like, does it, does especially because you made it like a con- like it's all that. Yeah. Like, oh, and it's nice. just a circle. <laughs> like you keep going through yep. it. Yeah. So once you filter something all the way through all four, usually that becomes like a habit and or like a big change in your life. And then you will just start all over again. You know what I mean? And, and, and that cycle can happen in a matter of seconds. It can happen in like, yeah, like a process. It's like really interesting the mm-hmm. way. It works. I've supposedly 
there okay so that's when i was saying that the comedy thing uh i for a while i think i was going out like all the time and i was always doing comedy and i was like oh i don't have anything new to write and it was because like i wasn't really doing much to live a life like you know and then i like so i swung back to the gap like I was like I just gotta focus on myself for a while I didn't do comedy or anything and then it was like the gathering I think yeah. so I'm kind of like uh when I think about stressful like un- unfulfilled times like I uh I think it's yeah that makes it's it's because I was focusing on one aspect of that and it wasn't all that kind of like the flow is that is that kind of the yeah. the way yeah. does that make sense yeah for it? totally yeah because I think life is about that flow and I think, yeah, we can, you can get stuck in your head or you can get stuck in the outside world or, you know, like, and yeah, to just be like, oh, there, it needs to be a balance. Cause ultimately you have an equal number of introverted functions and an equal number of extroverted functions in you. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of like balancing them. Cause yeah, your, your upper stack is like when you're like really health, like it, you access that in like a really healthy way and you can access your lower stack in a really healthy way, but most people are like stuck in like loops that are really unhealthy in their inferior functions so it's like if you were going through a bad time you might be like just constantly like thinking about the the past and like thinking about the old times and like not really pushing yourself out but just kind of like reminiscing and telling old stories and kind of just getting in that and like that can be your play state but then when it stretches and turns into like you know you're too afraid to go do anything new Mm-hmm. like yeah. that's that memory in like a defense mode of like I haven't tried that thing I don't really want to instead of being like no I need to be in my growth state and explore and blah 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 but it all works together you know yeah we're not always all healthy like let's be real yeah you know we human yeah it's hard it's hard to be I'm like probably healthy maybe 5% of my life maybe you really think lucky. so Is that yeah, how you I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I mean, feel like, like you're I'm, engaged. I feel like that's like a pretty like foundational, like yeah. step of healthy relationships. Yeah, yeah that's tell us about that. Yeah, tell us about that. That's uh, that is surprising. I guess I didn't think I'd be like an engaged person. I like one time said I wasn't. I was like, I won't get engaged till I'm thirty. I don't know why. It's just like, what a, what a, just because it's like, like whoa, a, really a 10 it digit back. number. Like a, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's, I think it's because the, the part of me that's surprising, I, I think I used to find it very stressful because it's like the, com- the idea of the committing and it's just like, you're kind of always, uh, wanting to be like there's other things what else could like I am uh, the gathering sense of it like where I'm like I don't want to get I don't want this to become so like routine or whatever this relationship like you know you want to explore yeah Yeah. um and I think what I've kind of as I've kind of grown and just for other I mean like you love you fall in love with somebody and you're like, well, what do I do with this now? I don't have like, I can't like, it seems very, I'm like, this is kind of the progression of it. Uh, and I guess the kind of realization that I had with it was just that this is with, when you actually like living a life with a person, like just getting to know them is part of like that experience. But like, if you guys are in a good place and you have, and it is kind of like routine with your relationship, then you're, I think that just means that you're in a position to like have that person with you as you explore new things. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. I think people just like get freaked out by the idea of commitment and it's like, well, that person, it's not like relationships aren't, like it's like TV and movies and stuff. It's like the whole story of your life is relationships. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I think it doesn't ever show, it, it doesn't ever show healthy relationships with people like Absolutely. who are a team, yeah. except for like on house of cards, but that's, you know, they've, t- <laughs> they worked well together. Uh, so is that your approach though? Like that's what you were looking for someone to be a team, like a partner. Yeah. I think somebody who, who helps me, who would be, who'd be fun not like 
I don't need to work with them. We actually did work together for a while. That's how we kind of like got to know each other. Um, but I don't, I don't need to like work on projects necessarily, but I want to like explore the world. I want to like go places with them. Yeah. And like we will do like, uh, we did the, there's a yoga, st- <laughs> we, we will like do like yoga classes. There's one down the street. Uh, that's awesome. From here, where, anyways, uh, that's a whole story. But they, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like I think it's cool. And my, we've kind of talked about this, like my fiance is very kind of like, uh, we're very kind of yin and yang a little bit with a lot of things. Uh, So it makes it more interesting to like see, to do, to explore things and then also like explore things like with her perspective. The only tough thing is like sometimes we're like not interested in exploring the same things. Like I'll want to do something or she'll want to do something. It's like, we'll have no interest but if we are well we share a lot of the same interests and, yeah right and too it's like that is still a healthy relationship of being like no like you go explore your thing and i'll like stay in, like i'll do my thing and like still be like individuals who can like yeah do the things together that feel good and then be like okay i'm still my own yeah thing yeah that would be i probably would be bad if it was like we do she was like here right now yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean it'd be cool if she was on you know whatever she she was on my podcast but yeah it'd be weird if she just like hung out all the time yeah and we speculated she's an esfp right yeah like talked about it yeah which i loved because i was also in an esfp intp relationship so i was like validation yeah it works it's fun it's very it's exciting it's very fun it is yeah what do you like? Uh, what do you like about her? Like, what are you? Are you a complimentary relationship? Are you really similar? I mean, you said you're different, but what specifically? Um, I I think that we have because like the similarities are like the kind of we have the same values, I guess, um, and like we we care about each other. I think we both like think we're very like kind of i think we're both caring we like enjoy caring for people like that she that's her job now it was like she was with kids and she's like interested in becoming a nurse and all this stuff and like i have like the social work background and i think it's just sort of like that's a part of it um and then i think we also both just have like we enjoy being silly and like kind of like we have that same like kind of playful nature but then it's fun because i think with the values and with our like hobbies it's like we kind of both uh come at it from such different perspectives that i like really and to me as a person who you know likes to see all these different angles of something it's like really cool to see like oh let's all like let's what is she getting from this and uh and then i think i've realized like just as it's very kind of satisfying for somebody who is very different from you to admire you because it's like they because the things that she'll notice about me or say I'm like that's not what I've noticed about like it's cool it's like seeing somebody seeing you from somewhere like you'll never see yourself you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. and uh that feels it feels cool yeah yeah that is cool I liked hearing that yeah so thoughtful (laughs) it's like you're the thinker are you sensitive or emotional yeah Uh, what's your relation with your emotion uh I don't know I I feel like I'm sensitive but I don't think I'm emotional. Okay. Like I I feel things a lot but I tend to hold on to them a lot and I don't I like I don't think I react I don't think I I'm not very like reactive. Okay. I think of like emotional as being like kind of reactive. I don't know if that's maybe not the right. Hey, you interpret it as you do. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> um yeah, I but I, I do like I enjoy feelings. I like like my podcast. I like talk about sad stuff all the time. I, but I don't like get emo. I don't usually like get emotional talking about things. I just like really enjoy the emotions. Concept. I like feel. I like having feelings and like feeling them, but I don't like expressing them very or letting them inform Mm -hmm. anything that i do (laughs) word (laughs) how interesting yeah well so you should say your podcast is talking to people about being heartbroken yeah what's your what was your motivation behind that what do you like about it um 
it changes a lot. Sometimes I like don't feel like doing it. Uh, I'm sure you guys like. Oh, I've never felt that in my life. Yeah. Every day of my life. <laughs> like I'm like maybe this will be the last episode. Like I really <laughs> think that I'm like, would anybody even notice? I'll just stop. Like it's oh, like, right. Oh, okay. Oh, we God. she's moving in June, and I think for a while we've been like, oh, it'll just you know June, it'll just be gone. And this man wants to syndicate our show and like wants us to do it well beyond June, and I just oh, have cool. not even replied to him. I'm <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> anyway, enough about us. Yeah. That's like, that's that pee life, you know. Yeah, I don't like doing the same stuff all the time. Yeah, you want to yeah. like do it, and you're like, okay, I got that experience. Now on to the next. Yeah, or like change the theme of it. Yes, like that's yeah, cool. you guys probably like. Yeah, you don't want your career to be defined as <laughs> your podcasting career to be defined by just the one. Right. Right. Yeah. Like if you like, had, if we had like your like astrological birth chart right now, and like that's what we could be talking about, I'd be like, oh my god, yeah, personality still, sure. But yeah, I'm and like, I'd just, I would go cook dinner. It yeah. would work out. <laughs> <laughs> right. But you know, like, yeah, I'm like I can only digest Myers Briggs so much before I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. I got it. And I, so I guess, well, when I first with my when I first started, I was like uh I didn't really know actually I don't know I just was like this will be like I had talked to to, to people about it bef- like two years before that and they're like you should do a podcast where you just talk about people talk to people about their breakups uh and then like make fun of them or something and I was like okay uh I don't make fun <laughs> of people <laughs> <That's> um, <rude. laughs> but like I do so when I started, I just kind of was like, let's see where this goes. Cause I was kind of like the podcasts that I had listened to whoops, before, uh, were like started as like, it's a vague theme. And then they kind of like developed and like, yeah. like became kind of got their voice. Um, and so I guess, but then I had a specific thing, but I was like, well, it can, it'll probably change, you know? Uh, now I think the part of it that interests me, is like I've I've noticed that people who are on it uh, and just talk because they tell me about like sometimes it's n- not it's like light like it's been about like I was a Raiders fan my whole life and the Raiders lose football a lot mm-hmm. and uh, which I, I didn't know anything about so it was like kind of like really interesting to like what's that like what's that pain uh, and it's complex uh, <laughs> like I'm not gonna ever. <laughs> do a dumb football whatever thing uh (laughs) but it was like but there's there's that and then you know there's like a lot more like people who you know have been through a lot of bad things uh but people will tell me like being on it was very cathartic and very kind of like freeing uh and I guess that's kind of been like a big thing just for me lately is like thinking about and that's like in the comedy thing too I've been thinking about that is like there's this like very sort of like the that relief thing from comedy and it's sort of like this like really cool like forgiveness sort of where like when you're in a I was thinking about this the other day too like when you're in a relationship uh and you have a fight the fight, I think you can be like, okay, I forgive you, and it's okay. But the way that I can, to me, it's like you know the fight is over is when you can, like, bring it up and, like, make a joke about it, and then you're like, ha, ha, and it's like a forgiveness kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I've been, like, on, I think on the podcast, I think I'm interested now in, like, not necessarily, like, trying to get onto like, making a joke out of it because I want to take it seriously, whatever people are talking about, but then just, like, exploring, like, the funny, like, ha- being able to laugh and stuff. I don't know. That's interesting. That was a very wordy response to what do you, why yeah. do you do your podcast? <laughs> it's okay. You're still working through connecting those concepts. Yeah. You'll get I, there. It's like a, I think that's what I like. You're about working it. on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe you could have them tell stories about breaking their hearts and you could do improv, you know? Bye. One man improv. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'm just an ideas girl, so <laughs> come back for more later. <laughs> that is interesting, though. It's interesting to me that, like, 
because it seems to like the connection with people also matters with you with your podcast of being like yeah to like want to talk about something but then also to like provide that humor for them that's interesting for me thinking about you as an INTP because I don't think INTPs get that rap you know per their profile so I'm not super sold on it but like at the same time I think that that's their point of aspiration. Mm-hmm. Like that's that extroverted feeling. That's that harmony. That's that, you know, communicating and that connecting. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, cause I know other INTPs who are like very warm mm-hmm. and like want to connect. And then others that, you know, don't. I, uh, I think, the way that I am warm, though, is in a, like, I think I learned at my, la- at that job uh, with the people with disabilities, like, yeah. I kind of started to get, and I think it, I've learned it in comedy, too, is, like, I, part of the, like, process of, do, uh, is, like, learning how to be warm more. Like, at my old, like, I used to, like, just like think about how can I because like a lot of especially with somebody who's disabled if they have like behavioral problems uh they don't care about rules or like possibly don't understand them mm-hmm. uh or have just a very hard time controlling it their impulses so like making a personal connection with somebody is uh like the most effective way mm. to do it like you the, there's no like you can have a strategy and be like, we'll say this every time they do this. Like that's kind of like behavioral uh, coaching and stuff is, is that. But there's a other part of it where if you have a rapport with them and you, then it's a lot easier. And comedy is the same way. Like you kind of like develop that like relationship. And I, I, I don't want to say that because I, it sounds like I am doing it as like, I'm like a sociopath or something. And I'm like, <laughs> like, try, like I have figured out how to like be warm <laughs> in a fake way. But I, it's definitely, I think I came to it from a, a perspective of like, oh, this is like, I enjoy doing it. It's very, I, I, it came out of like necessity. And then I just was like, oh, it's nice to like, look people in the eyes and like talk mm-hmm. and like have this kind of like really, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I've always had, I, I don't know. I, I've always had that, but I never consciously realized it was very, it could be fulfilling. Well, and I'm, <clears throat> I'm sure with having like really, you know, difficult like time with your social anxiety in college, I'm sure a job like that felt really liberating to be like, I don't have to be stuck in my head and feel like everything I say, like people are judging and I can just connect with them. And like, you know, like it, like it was like a heat. It sounds like it was like a really healing thing for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, I think it helped a lot just being like having all these situations where like all my real, all the relationships were very clear. That was like a big part of it is like, Mm. I never like really knew, like where I stood with people or like, what am I supposed to be saying right now? Or like, am I going to do something that is not cool or is not like if it was with like a professor or something, like they're going to be like, this kid is an idiot. I don't want him in your mm-hmm. classroom, whatever. Like <laughs> I, I just was paranoid about that. Um, so it's still like very self-conscious, especially when I started around my coworkers. But when I worked with the the people, like it was like, my role is to be your caregiver and to help you with this and to talk to you like this. And it also helped that, uh, they would definitely be like the things that I'd be worried about being like manipulated or like somebody taking something the wrong way or whatever. But the majority of, of the folks I worked with were more, were just like, I would know where they stood right away, mm-hmm. you know? And even yeah. if they were manipulating me, like, they, you know, they, it was clear what was going on. You know? <laughs> like, so it was kind of like, uh, it was kind of just refreshing to be around people who I was like, we're all just being honest here. Like, people would just say, uh, I, well, I mean, maybe I, 
out of respect, I won't say anything, but they would just <laughs> say very upfront, honest things. Yeah. If they didn't like somebody, they would say like, I don't like you <laughs> or like, yeah, I don't want to know if I can swear, but uh, yeah, can. yeah, there's a lot of swearing. Like, like <laughs> my, one of my favorite clients there, uh, when Katie started, my fiance, Katie started, she was like, uh, just like walked in to the room. It was like her, like first time she met this person She's like, hey, how are you? And they're like, calm down, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, (laughs) and it's like, everybody had to just accept that. (laughs) Oh my God, I wish I could just talk like that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, that would that would really help someone with social anxiety. Yeah. It would really be in that environment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's all up front, you know. Yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> oh, it's like really beautiful. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come down, bitch. It's just the most. It was the most honest environment possible, and I, it was. The, it's really nice to be around when you're just like, and then you just hang out with those people all day, yeah. and everybody's like. People are farting and like dipping and like, <laughs> swearing and throwing, you know, whatever. Like they, <laughs> and it's just like you know, and you're just making sure nobody gets hurt and keeping everybody like active and stuff. And it's just like a good, it's a good vibe. It's very laid back. I just the giggles out. <laughs> yeah, I mean you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so good. I love that. Well, that's definitely interesting, and it's it's a. Uh, I'm surprised by my own reaction to be like, how could you be an INTP and be this warm? Because people say that about me as an ENTP because we're supposed to be like terrible. And so I have, like I said, one day a quarter where I'm terrible. And then the rest of the time I can be very warm too. So I don't know. Why do you like to be warm? Well, I had really nice parents. I have really nice parents and a nice family. Um, They're all feelers. Yeah. Everyone in my life is a feeler. Like, I'm pretty sure all my best friends through elementary and middle and high school, Meredith's a feeler. Like, I've just been around a lot of feelers, so I think that I have a better understanding for them. Um, also, I, like, went to therapy, and that always helps. Yeah. You got, like, in touch with with it? Uh, Yeah, like, being able to process myself more and then also to be able to understand other people's perspectives. Myers Briggs probably helped me a lot. Yeah. To understand, like, oh, okay, if you're a feeler, this is how we're going to be very different. But, like, <laughs> help make those connections, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it definitely gives you, like, a system to analyze and be like, oh, how, are, how do people behave instead of just somebody behaving a certain way and then being like, fuck this and fuck this person. Right. You know, just gives you something to ponder that's, like, not personal. Yeah. Well, and it, it just was... I found Myers-Briggs around the same time that in general, I just became aware that people have very different lived experiences for me. And so that they're going to be very different people in general. Yeah. So it helps me in that sense. That's like, that's a hard thing. I, I had a hard time like figuring that out. And then also being able to like draw a boundary of being like, when do I, Mm-hmm. not just like yeah let people do whatever they want exactly. because i'm like well they have their own thing right it's like at a certain po- it's that's there's no empathy without accountability oh that's a good phrase yeah. Brene brown <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't be an episode if we didn't reference Brene brown <laughs> she's the bomb well as we are wrapping up i have one question that we ask everybody and we're currently soliciting from listeners as well sorry my crystal <laughs> she's dropping her crystals um, what does the inside of your mind look like? Ooh. I just pictured like 15 things at once. How? Um, I, <laughs> it was like, boom, boom, what boom. It like? It's a tree. It's a maze. It's a <laughs> <laughs> NP though. Um, I get these like really bad headaches and on for something on weekends, I got to see a doctor about it. Anyways, uh, it's, I think it's like something with my blood pressure. Who knows? Uh, but I, it helps a lot if I like close my eyes and I like press down on like uh, on them on my eyes a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, have you ever done that? And like you see like those little floaty things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and it's just like uh the inside of my mind looks like that but also when you're kind of like looking in the light and you see like there's like weird blood floating around i think it's just like a lot of like kind of like weird is this like is this what is this how you mean is this okay keep going okay (laughs) i think it's just like a lot of uh weird floating probably connected things uh firing at different points (laughs) but it's very murky like how far like can you see everything Everything in the mind? Yeah. My Can whole you see mind? it all or is it like at different times you see different things? You never know. Yeah. At different times, like it'll, uh, or just like float. I get a lot of floaters. Maybe I can just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like thinking of my health. Um, but it's just like, <laughs> it's like things pop up and then it's just like, I try to follow them in my gaze as long as I can. And, uh, and then they, if they float away, they float away. I don't know. It's very like, but the things that I see are bright on a dark background. Interesting. Because that, that's so is your, very is your abstract. Mind like very, like, are you a very visual person when you, like, when you, like, I guess not considering. Sounds very mind. nebulous. Yeah. 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 It sounds like. If I like it. Yeah. I fucking love asking this question <laughs> because the answers are so varied so different. Like we get like I've I don't think we've ever had an answer like that. No. No. Also that ties in with the fact that at the end of this episode the only thing I'm 100% sure you are is an N, an intuitive, because you talked about al- like almost nothing concrete this entire time. <laughs> it's been very thematic. It's true. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. I think you're an INTP cuz I I feel your vibe. You're an INTP vibe. <laughs> I wish I I think it'd be nice if I like knew because I could just like own it. Yeah, I think and, you like, are. Have all the. Because the reason I say that is because like I don't get extroverted thinking from him at all. No. So I'm like he's in. He might be a diplomat. That's the only other one that there's like a chance. No, well, like, <clears throat> but if he's an FP, then he would have extroverted thinking, and I'm saying I don't get that from him at all. Mm-hmm. I get more of an extroverted feeling, introverted thinking vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's not a J. That much is true. <laughs> so it's either Is it? I'm not a J? No. The thing on the, it was like, you're maybe close to a J. You lean I mean, J. she's kind of close to a J and we're very not J. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's like, I want to plan the vacation. But it's because like, she fucking loves vacations. You know? Yeah. J is like, I think a good way to explain it is that J makes up its mind and like that's what it is like so a j and it, it can depend on if you're like oh this is the best most effective way to do this thing and then that's all you want to fucking do and you're all about achievements or it's like okay this is what i have to do in order to be a good mom and then like that's all that you want to do or like you just make a choice and that's it whereas peas are more like willy-nilly where it's like, oh, I want to try something out for a while. And then it's like, oh, I think I changed my mind on that. I think I've changed my approach. So it's like always changing your approach. We're like literally perceiving. Like we're taking in the information constantly and then making decisions as that new information is constantly coming in. Where a J is like, information? All right, decision. Okay. Yeah. Then, all right. I nailed that letter down. That feels good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I cannot make a decision to save my life that's i can i get i mean i can if i feel like it's necessary i don't know but i know that's that's like a not it's not a preferred i would rather be like let's keep this open until the very well i think it's like making those decisions feeling like the implication that you can't change them because i think it's like because i think too as an intp your decision making function would be like your first function it's like very data and details ips are like they're, they're all about the datas and details. EPs are about individuals and motivations. So, like, maybe you're an ENTP because you, like, want to talk about people and, like, why they do things and stuff like that. But who knows? Only you know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you did a callback. It's perfect. <laughs> 
Uh, well, where can we find you, or where can our listeners find you on the internet? If you want to be found. Um, yeah, I am... Uh, I don't know. Send me like a direct message on Twitter and be like, you should tweet. Give me some encouragement, because I don't really do it. Uh, but it's <laughs> at J underscore S-O-N-H-I-L-L. Uh, that's also a Words with Friends blank tile. Uh, so you can find me on Words with Friends. Uh, and then look on SoundCloud or uh, all the podcasting apps for the Broken Hearts podcast uh, where you can find guests like Meredith and Kayla yeah. on the show. True. And also a lot of other people. And I, they're all telling you about just sad stuff, uh, but it's real sweet. It's real like I enjoy your podcast. Thanks. Yeah. I ch- I try to I try to make it like not. It's not sad. It is sad, but you know, in the right, right all the right ways. It's right. sad in all the right ways. Ooh, I'm gonna put a pin in that <laughs> a little slogan for it. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, and I just really appreciate that you ask like the questions you ask and like the things that you follow up on in your interviews is like very interesting, and I feel like it's not a way that I interview or like we inter- or maybe you a little bit because you guys. Uh, you know but i really enjoyed being interviewed by you because i feel like you probed in like really interesting ways so if you guys don't believe he's an intp go listen to his podcast and figure out for yourself and then message us <laughs> go, go listen to every single episode yes. <laughs> <This is laughs> and how, subscribe to it also yeah. you'll probably want to do and that and then rate it and like, rate it rate what you think his myers-briggs is in his like on your ratings on your it starts rating. coming, that'd be <laughs> funny yeah. hey, man. it's fucked up <laughs> All right. Well, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. When Myers Met Briggs, you can email us at w h e n m y e r s m e t b r i g g s at gmail.com. And if you want to answer that question, tell us what the inside of your mind looks like. Record it as a voice memo and email it to us. Or if you're shy, just type it. We've gotten like some a lot, like a fair amount of responses. So. I think like at least ten so yeah, far. Yeah, so we're gonna I'm have excited a, about a it. Decent. Good episode. We're gonna compile them all and do an episode. And just one episode of everybody's description yeah. of your mind. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I love that. Right. <laughs> yes. It's a good data download, good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when Myers met Jason. Bye. Bye.